0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria.
1: Thank you once again for joining us on this beautiful weekend. This is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM six thirty KSLR, and I am delighted today to bring you a friend of mine, a pastor here in San Antonio by the name of Paul David Daniel. He is uh, he is a pastor of a new church, but is not new to ministry. Definitely not new to San Antonio. He's been around here for a, a long time, and uh, God has just been using him in mighty, mighty ways in worship and in and in uh, in, in teaching. And uh, he's just been a great guy. And so we've developed a, uh, a relationship over the past few years since I got here into town. And uh, so we're just delighted to have you. Paul, welcome to the uh, station.
2: Praise the Lord. Glad to be here.
1: You know, one of the things that we want to make sure that we let our listeners know is that we've got some awesome ministries all across the city. Uh, we love the fact that people tune into our station and they listen to teaching all day long, anytime, 24 hours a day. We've got teaching going on that 's wonderful, but we don 't want that to be a substitute. Uh, we want to, to, to the church. We want to make sure that everyone that is listening has a local church that they can plug into so if you 're listening today and maybe you 're new to the area or um, i don 't know you 're looking for a church, uh, maybe you 're new to the faith of Jesus Christ and you 're looking for a place to uh, plug into and learn more about, uh, more about Jesus Christ. Then um, we uh, here at uh, AM630 KSLR invite you to get to know Pastor Paul Daniel, get to know his church, uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center, um, and uh, go out there and, and visit him. So why don't we take a moment uh, just to talk a little bit about you for uh, first, and we'll get into the church here in a little while, but just All to right. kind of give everybody a briefing of who is
2: this guy named Paul Daniel. Well, <laughs> my name is Paul David Daniel, and I love Jesus. And you know i I grew up in a pastor's home. My dad uh served in ministry for quite a few years and was pretty much my pastor all my life. so you know I grew up in church and um you know I gave my life to the Lord when I was about eight years old and um uh, gave gave my life to the lord there in the 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 children's church ministry and
1: so just before eight,
2: were you like a heathen sinner? Pretty much. <laughs> I, it, it was, uh, you know, my childhood yeah. before yeah. then was, uh, was rough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But so you uh, came to the Lord at eight? Yeah, gave my yeah. life to the Lord at eight. And, you know, just like I said, I grew up in church all my life. So, you know, ministry was always around me. Um, at the age of 12, uh, my brother gave me a drum set, and I started getting a little more involved in ministry at that time, and I started serving with uh, my mom on the worship team. Uh, and so that began to kind of involve me in ministry, even at that early age. And, um, but it was somewhere in my teen years that I really began to, uh, just sense the call of God Mm -hmm. on my life for ministry, um, You know, it was something that evolved for me. It wasn't like, you know, one day I just, you know, this awesome light shone down from the heavens. And I was like, oh, you know, but, you know, it was something that progressed in my heart over uh, a period of years. And I just began to sense that calling and that tugging from the Lord. And I remember one day I was uh, just curious about it. You know, I was thinking about it. And I I just remember I was outside playing with my friends and I was thinking about that for some reason. Mm. I think it was the Holy Spirit. And I just left my friends. I went inside the house, went upstairs into my room and I just prayed. And I said, God, is this what you want? Are you calling me to ministry? Mm. And he said, yeah, I've called you to pastor and, and, and minister. And and I said, okay. And then I just took off and went right back outside and played with my friends. And and I just (laughs) knew from that day that this was something that the Lord was taking me into. And, uh, and so it it was, uh, the journey began really from those early years.
1: So how do you actually get into the church and say, Hey mom, I want to start Playing, it. I want. To, how does that? How does it happen for you? Well, just
2: the fact that the pastor's your dad uh, helps a lot. That helps. <laughs> you kind of have an in, in, inside track there. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, the the church was young. There was no one serving in the position of playing drums for the ah. church, and. I just happened to get one for Christmas, and yeah. so it was like a, a natural progression. It, yeah. yeah, so I, I started there. and uh, So did your brother give you
1: those drums with that intention to get you to be the drummer for the church?
2: No, actually, it was funny. You know, My brother, somebody owed him some money, and they didn't have the cash, but they had this drum set. Uh, so they gave it to him, and yeah. he was like, well, you know what? My brother was almost born with a pair of drumsticks in his hands. Yeah. I bet he can do something with these. And so he gave them to me for the Christmas that year, and I never looked back since. Wow. Yeah. But you're, uh,
1: you're also a keyboard player. Yes. So, uh, when did you, uh, start kind of fiddling yeah, around? Yeah, that, bit with the... that
2: happened. There was a transition in my life there. Uh, and when I was 16, my mom passed away unexpectedly. Mm. And, you know, she played Southern gospel style and on the keyboards and was the worship leader yeah. for the church and everything. And, uh, you know, I never really appreciated that at the time, you know, as a young <laughs> kid, I was more into the whole Christian yeah. rock thing. And, uh, but you know, uh, it, there shortly after that time, I, I really believe the Lord gave me a double portion of the mantle and the anointing for worship that was on my mm. mother's life. And there there was just a moment. There was a day that I just, the Lord just really impressed on my heart that there, I had such worship on the inside of me, Pastor mm. Mark, and I didn't feel the release of that through just the singing along with the other CDs that were out there. And there was such a longing deep in me to just pour worship from my heart and in my own way. Yeah. And and that's really what I just, it drove me to just sit down at the keyboard and say, God, show me, give me a, a way to express what's on the inside of me through this keyboard. And that's exactly what the Lord did. He took the very minim, minimal knowledge that I knew about a keyboard and just begin to teach me. How old were you then? I was seventeen years old. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Yeah, so that was what, uh, twenty two years ago. So you weren't behind the drums long, you transitioned over to keyboard or? Oh, I I've never let go of the drums. Yeah. Well, wow, that, that would that would just not be <laughs> No, I, I I've never let go of drums. But yes, there was a there was a transition really that took place for me musically then. And um I just grew and I'll tell you the the, the way I really grew the most in, in that area was just a uh, few, a couple of short years later, uh, my dad asked me to, to serve as the worship leader for the church. Mm. There was a transition in his church at that time, and 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 I took on that that challenge. And for me, it really was a challenge. At that moment, my skill level was down down low. Yeah. And uh, but the Lord but just he saw the potential in you. He saw the anointing. He sure did. And you know that's the amazing thing about God that you know we don't have to be perfect right, right. now to be able to serve Him. He'll He'll take us where we're at if we have the heart. And, and the, the right attitude. He'll take us from that place mm. and he'll allow us to grow and mature in those things. And that's exactly what happened. I cut my, my teeth in worship right in front of the congregation. Wow. You know, and uh, I'm sure if there's any of you listeners out there who were there back in those years, you, you're, you, you're <laughs> probably not longing for those days to be repeated. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they were uh, rough days for me learning just, you know, how to work. you know work the system as far as how to 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 lead worship and and flow with the spirit of god and and just you know all the technicalities you know i want
1: you to i want you to give some direction some insight some encouragement because i know that we also have listeners right now that are at that place where you were then Mm -hmm. they're at that place today where maybe they're just you know they just picked up a guitar and they've been asked to hey can you help us and lead worship and they've kind of been thrown up there up there to uh Uh, get behind the keyboard or behind a microphone and lead even if it's a small congregation of five ten people um, you know because the church is just getting started I know that there's a bit of nerves and excuse me there are things like that that you know thoughts that are going through their head what words of encouragement would you have for someone that that is
2: just now stepping up to the plate just take a deep breath stick your chest out and just say God here i am. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna do this for your glory. Mm-hmm. if you if you keep your first of all, keep your keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. That's the most important thing. Worship is all about focusing on him, drawing closer to his heart and allowing the spirit of god to bring that anointed expression through your instrument whether it's your guitar or your drums or your singing or in whatever way for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to just bring the expression of worship through your instrument and you know as far as skill level goes I would say you know one thing that I always encourage uh, younger musicians who are still learning you know I reference the parable of the talents and how the Lord gave you know one and five and Mm -hmm. ten and you know the one with one, he buried it, and he didn't do anything with mm-hmm. it. And the other two, they invested it, and they had return on it. And, you know, I, 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 I use that as an analogy for uh, a, a growing musician. And, and, I, and I say, you know, this, this gift of playing the keyboards or playing the drums or this instrument, it's like a talent mm-hmm. that the Lord has given. That's good. And, you know, I believe the Lord wants us to take that talent and apply our effort Apply our will to that thing and, and invest that thing and, and give him, give back to the Lord something more than what he initially deposited in you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's only one way to get there and that's practice yeah. and spend time, you know, actually invest yourself into this thing. You know, so often some people come to me now at this, the level of skill that I'm at today and they're like, wow, brother, that's amazing. I just love the worship that's coming out of your life. And could you teach me? I'm like, you know what, brother, (laughs) the same God that taught me can teach you. He's no respecter of persons, but you know what? You, you have to be willing to apply yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to this thing, put the effort in. And if you'll do your part, God will give the increase. I'm telling you, he will be faithful. I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in others. And, and you know what? Uh, it's such a joy to be able to come to a fuller expression musically in my worship, but there is that effort that you put in. But as you, again, the, my encouragement is if you'll do that, God will step in and give you the increase, and he'll He'll take you to the next level.
1: Amen. Well, I hope you've uh, been listening to those words that come from Pastor Paul Daniel, because I, I tell you what, back in about 2006 or so, I walked into this church for a prayer meeting, <laughs> and I went there to pray, uh, and I did. I prayed, and there were several other ministers there praying, and Uh, it was a good time, but when we got into worship,
0: oh my goodness, we just soared.
1: We just soared in worship um, because it was so sincere. It was so real. It wasn't a show. And who was leading worship? None other than Paul Daniel. (laughs) In fact, you were by yourself. I think you might have had a drummer behind you, but it was just really you. And and, uh, it just goes to show that Uh, Like you said, if you put the practice to it, if you put some prayer behind it, if you're sincerely just saying, God, use me for your glory, uh, lives are going to be touched. And uh, since that day forward, I've just, you know, I've really, really, truly, sincerely enjoyed the worship that comes forth from from uh, Pastor Paul David Daniel. And uh, so I'm, I'm happy to see now that you're all <laughs> over the city and people are calling you and you're taking part in conferences and different things like that. So that's great. People ov- yeah. obviously see that, not yeah. only the talent, but uh, the anointing that you carry in that. So praise God for that.
2: Amen. And that's our heart. You know, I, I mean, we see ourselves as not just a local church mm-hmm. that, that, you know, within our four little walls. But, you know, we have a heart to connect with the body in this, this, this region abroad and the whole area of San Antonio and abroad. I, I believe that's God's heart. You know, I, I we don't see ourselves as a separate entity. I believe we're a part yeah. of the body of Christ as a whole in this region. And I truly believe that God has called us uh, to not just love one another from a distance, mm. but to actually engage in real relationships with yeah. one another and partner together, network together, serve one another, mm-hmm. truly love one another in ways that, that are effective and yeah. that, that actually, you know, accomplish something for the better of the other. And uh, that is something that that we really uh, uh, are focused on in our ministry uh, is that we never become so self-absorbed, you know, and just feel like we're just all our uh, this is all us. Yeah. You know, and so and there's such a wonderful uh, experience that when we connect together with one another, because, look, I got one flavor Pastor Mark, you got another flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes when you put two spices together, you yeah. get a whole nother flavor. Right. And I think there's so, such beauty in the body of Christ when we come together. Yes. And the beauty of the unity that can come by the Spirit of God. And really, that's the other thing. that It's not just you know, Paul Daniel and his own human efforts trying to connect with people. But there's a genuine working and orchestrating of the Holy Spirit in these relationships and these connections that the Lord is giving. And, and, and the beautiful work of the Holy Spirit can't, you can't outdo God. That's right. And, uh, I just, I just love being a part of the body and, uh, just being a part of what God is doing abroad. And Amen. So,
1: it, it is an awesome thing to see the unity and this sincere love for one another. And, different pastors working together for for the sake of expanding the kingdom of God. It's a Amen. wonderful thing, so uh, we're, we're excited for that. You've been listening to uh, Pastor Paul Daniel. He is the senior pastor over at uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center. They're located at 8333 Culebra Road, Suite 202A. If you're out there in the Culebra Road area uh, between uh, 1604 and 410, you're going to find uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center. So we invite you to go out there. If you want to find out more information about uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center, as well as uh, uh, Pastor Paul Daniel and his beautiful family, you can always log on to the internet. It's uh, easy to remember. It's called Spirit of Life Worship dot com. Spirit of, Spirit of Life Worship Center dot com. So, Pastor, now let's talk about Spirit of Life because back in the, I guess, uh, the fourth quarter of last year, mm-hmm. you walked into a whole new chapter. God brings you into a whole new chapter of your life where He says. Now you're ready. Now is the time. Now is the season <laughs> where you're walking into into this that has been something in in your spirit already, just kind of you know in there for a while. And uh, now it's now it's time. So take
2: us. Well, take let us me just this. say this. First of all, I never thought in a million years I was going to hear God saying, "You need to go start a church from the from the really? ground up." I never yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. And in fact, for many years I served with my my dad in in yeah. ministry, and I you know I I thought. Or for the longest time, that 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 the natural progression was going to be that I would succeed my oh, father see, in ministry. Yeah. So you saw yourself as ministry. a pastor, but you thought right. You would, I knew yeah. I would I not do a church plant. Uh, but I yeah, I never saw myself doing a church plant. Yeah. And, um, but you know, God knows, mm-hmm. I think if, if he would have told me that uh, uh, sooner, I, I might have gotten scared and run off, <laughs> you know, and I'll tell you why. Cause I watched my daddy do it mm-hmm. and I, it, it, this is not an easy thing, it you know, not. And, and it's One not the hardest thing like, in the world. It's not like, Oh, I got a great idea. Let's go start a church from this, sh- from the ground up. Anybody that's been around somebody planting a, ch- a church from the ground up, you know, this isn't fun and games and, mm. and either, you know, that, you know, that God has called you right. to do it or, or. Uh, man, you know, you better wake up and you know, heard that, uh, realize, you know, what God's doing here. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that
1: about 1,500 pastors a day get out of ministry mm. just because it's just too hard. It's just to, they don't have the backing of the people and things like mm-hmm. that. So
2: um, what would propel you to, to go up and do this? I'm telling you, Pastor Mark, it was the voice of God. Yeah. And, you know, there, the Bible's clear that, you know, we as his sheep, we know his voice mm. and another, we will not follow. And, you know, I like to say this when, when I, when I talk about hearing the voice of God, you know, there's times when the Lord will speak to you and, and you know, you've heard. And then there's other times when God speaks and it, it is so tremendous. It, it, it almost shakes you to the core of your being. Mm. And, it, it, and, and in times when God speaks like that, I mean, it doesn't matter what anyone around you says or what, whatever happens around you, you know, that you know, that you know, God has said this to you. And this is the way the Lord spoke to me concerning uh, uh, launching Spirit of Life Worship Center. I just knew mm-hmm. and, and that this was something that the Lord was uh, directing me to do. And so I said, God, all right, let's do this. Yeah. And, and, and I just, I said, help me. You know, yeah. you, I know this is gonna be a challenge, uh, but I'm trusting in you. And you know what? I've seen the favor in the hand of God from day one, Hallelujah. and and we've never looked back. Uh, you know, sure, sure. There's been those moments when we felt overwhelmed and like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what do we do today? But you know what? Every time, we just keep our eyes focused on the Lord, and He has He's been so faithful to show us yes. how to navigate through each each one of the challenges that we faced. And we're just giving glory to God today for the just the wonderful beginning that He's given us. We're we're just baby. We're brand new. We're six months old, mm-hmm. and and the Lord has done great things for us. And uh we are filled with the joy of the Lord as we just continue to see his favor go before us and so uh you know how this all began we we had a a a, a core group of about a core group of about fifteen people that started with us. We launched out in our house mm-hmm. and um and then we realized uh in in about March this year we needed a space uh, we just had to move out of the house there wasn't quite enough space there and Uh, we felt like if we moved out that that would give us the opportunity to grow. And sure enough, uh, we found the the location that we're at now Mm -hmm. and we launched out in in the beginning of March and uh, honestly, almost instantly we doubled in in, in size. People began to come in and, uh, and, and I tell you, Pastor Mark, the most encouraging and exciting thing to me is to see the transformation in the people's lives. I mean, this for me, thats awesome. Doing church is not about, you know, doing church anyway. Uh, you know, pastoring, you know, the whole idea of ministry. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's not about fulfilling some personal, uh, you know, endeavor, you know, to do the will of God. Uh, you know, the call of God is about serving his people, yes. loving his people, becoming a servant and, and taking on that position of humility and, and serving others. And, and, and so that's the drive and the heart uh, uh, in our ministry and so as we begin to just minister the life and the love and the truth of the good news, oh, my yes. goodness, there's actually good news <laughs> for the church today. I mean, this is something that is phenomenal to me because in my experience growing up in the church, I, I just never quite got the good news. Mm. It never really struck my heart. And, and that's something that the Holy Spirit in the last couple of three years has really just imparted into my heart and now i'm ministering that good news to the to the people and i'm seeing the transformation in their lives as well i mean we're seeing depression lifting marriages uh coming back into a place of wholeness and healing family issues being resolved all kinds of wonderful things Mm -hmm. uh as the holy spirit is just doing the work i'm not you know i'm not even looking to try to be holy spirit in people's lives it's amazing pastor mark the the the, the rest that comes when you just proclaim the truth and the life of right. God's word and then just step back and watch yeah. the Holy Spirit do his amazing work in people's lives. I mean – we really we honestly, we haven't had one counseling session yet i mean we've we've had issues come through the church, we've seen them, but we've seen the power of God's word transform and not Amen. even have to be holy Spirit in somebody's life right which is tremendous, yeah I mean I, you know, like I said, we've been in ministry for a lot of years, and you know I think with this new perspective that the lord has given me in ministry we're seeing such a difference in in the ministry the transformation i like i said that's happening in people's lives it's tremendous and we're just excited to see what god's <laughs> doing i mean i just can't i just about ready to jump out my skin just thinking about that's it awesome, you know so
1: yeah. it's, it's awesome well you know we you know, we find people that uh that have this mentality that the church is dead oh, i don't want to go to church a bunch of little old ladies in there and you know just sing hymnals and just <laughs> they're dead you know they figure they're gonna go hear some guy talk for an hour or whatever and but when when they walk into a church like spirit of life and they begin to fi- hear the good news and they, hey you know what we're not boring we're not dead we're, <laughs> we're totally the opposite amen. we're full of life we're full, full of life. The, the spirit of life amen um oh, you know, that's the name of your church, and so that's, that's what right. you're giving. You're giving that's out right. the good news. You're you're letting everyone know, hey, you know what? It's not, it's not about death. It's not about religion and all these rules and banging you on the head. And you're doing this wrong, and you're such a sinner, and you're going to hell. That's right. It's about you know what? There's hope. That's right. There's the love of Jesus that is unconditional. That, that is so
2: out. our heart, Pastor Martin, yeah. and just to minister from that perspective to people. I tell you what, I used to think that my heavenly father was standing up there with a big sledgehammer waiting to slam me over the top and a of lot my of head. people still think that. And I tell you what, I've cu- I finally got it. He loves me. Mm-hmm. The you know, John 3:16, everybody knows that scripture, but do we really know it? Yeah. For the our heavenly father God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever will believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting right. life. For he didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Are, are we really hearing the truth of the good news, the gospel? Because he's not here to slam us down. And God is for us. Yeah. The only thing that us. I heard
1: in that scripture was that we should believe, believe for whoever believes
2: in the problem, whoever lives a perfect here's life the problem, Pastor Mark. We're believing the wrong thing. Mm. We're believing that God is against us instead of for us. We're believing that we have to. Earn and merit his goodness and his favor and his love mm-hmm. instead of understanding the finished work of Christ and the free gift of his wonderful grace yes. that covers all. It, it, I mean, his grace is sufficient. Either, either his grace is sufficient or it's not. Mm-hmm. And if his grace is sufficient, then, then what are we concerned with? His love is. Ah, oh, it's amazing. I, 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 sometimes I get so overwhelmed, Pastor Mark. I just lose words. I, I just, I just explode on the inside. Well, it's become a
1: reality to you now. It's oh, now yes. it's your reality. It's, it's, it's something that is not is not new. It's been around, you know, for that's right, two thousand years. But it's new to you, and and it has to become new and a reality to so many other people that have known Christ and have and have been uh, Christians for years that really haven't. Understood the true love of Jesus Christ, yes. a love that is unconditional, a love Amen. that reaches beyond our faults and failures because we all have faults and failures. That's right. And I think a lot of times as ministers, we, um, you know, just generally speaking, we we teach with such. Uh, s- uh, such hardness, you mm-hmm. know, and we yeah. demand that people are holy and, yeah. you know, God wants us to be holy but we're made righteous through His right, or we're, yeah, we're righteous through Him. That's right. Um, and it's not because of our own doing. It's not that
2: we can be righteous of our own our own doing. Uh, and what's amazing, Pastor Mark, is when you truly get that revelation and that, yeah. and, and it's something that only the Holy Spirit can really impart. You know, the Bible's clear. No man calls Jesus Lord except by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. If we truly know the finished work of Christ and what Jesus has done for us. It's only because the Spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit, has revealed that truth to us and imparted it to us. But as we get a hold of that, there comes such a rest. Such a peace. He said, behold, I give you peace, not as the world gives, Mm -hmm. give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Oh, I'm telling you, such goodness that that comes as we just receive the fullness of what Christ has done for us. Amen. Well, hey, listen, this has just been a sneak peek of the passion that (laughs) Pastor Paul has
1: uh, for the people of God and just uh, proclaiming the good news and bringing life back into you. Um, so we invite you to go out there and uh, meet Pastor Paul uh, and his wife, Trina, and his beautiful children and the other folks that are there at the at, uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center. Um, and we're going to close out with some information here to make sure that you've got everything that you need to find out more about their church, uh, Spirit of Life Worship Center. Uh, the address, if you've got a pen handy, write this down. The address, you're going to want to write it down. It is 8333 Culebra Road. They are inside the Culebra Crossing Shopping Center, uh, and uh, you can find out more information about them and the vision and all the other things that, uh, that pertain to the ministry. Over on the internet, log on to spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. That's spiritoflifeworshipcenter.com. Worship services are Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Is That's that right? right. That's Anything right. else you want to leave them before we head out?
2: Jesus loves you, and we love you. Come see us. You'll be blessed and glad that you did.
1: Pastor Paul, thanks for coming out and being here with us today on that case law. Thank God you. Bless.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com